Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within an extremely specific category. For example, this week we're looking for the best game that should never be made into a TV show, inspired, of course, by the acclaimed HBO adaptation of The Last of Us, which everyone has just been lapping up, quite understandably, because as a culture we're really starved for zombie dramas. Uh, the TV series stars Game of Thrones as Bella Ramsey as Ellie, a teenager who has a genetic immunity to mushrooms, and Pedro Pascal as Joel, a grumpy middle-aged pandemic survivor who hasn't had a good day since the mid-2000s. It's not very relatable, that, is it, Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined, as ever, by Editor-in-Chief Tom Ari. Uh-huh. And uh, we've got the full guides team here. We've got Kelsey and James. Hey. Uh, instead of Alex, uh, who is, uh, well, I just, I just think he hates us now. I think he's won too much. He's getting bored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the best game that should never be made into a TV show. Uh, I just want to point out before we get angry comments, I'm not saying that The Last of Us shouldn't have been made into a TV show. It's just what inspired the topic. So there's no need to get angry. Or uh, send an email. Well, you can get angry if you want. Just yeah. make sure you get angry, and when you're angry, and you tweet about it. Include a link to the podcast. Yeah. Or you can get angry in a five star review as well. Just make mm. sure you hit the five star button. Doesn't matter about the content because nobody reads that. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, right. First of all, let's go, James. What have you got for us? Oh, in the first slot. That's interesting. I mean. It's uh, I've I've got I've got big boots to fill this week because obviously Alex is like the reigning <laughs> champion, but I'm glad that you decided to turn to me as as somebody who's also into James Bond an embarrassing amount. I think that I'm I'm best placed to kind of uh, slot into that role, so I'm, I'm happy about that. But it was quite a difficult topic as always. It's almost like we're trying we're grasping at straws, like Velma trying to find her glasses just grasping for any kind of topic <laughs> what are you trying to say you've written that one down was that written down no about, no about this, this this all comes from my head but anyway the uh, my mind immediately went not just to things that shouldn't be made into a tv program but things that you uh games that you genuinely could not make a tv program out of because they're just because it just misses the misses the point and the best game that i could think of in that sort of remit was the the duel in the sony's kind of first party crown or well it's kind of technically second party but the the biggest indie game that really set sony on the path to this industry dominating kind of we have the best games we have a great catalog of stuff Mm. position that it is in now and that is that game company's journey yeah and For people that haven't played it, it's uh, kind of an indie adventure game that came around out around 10 years ago now. It's been free loads of times. I think you can even get it on phone now. Um, but the, the the gist of it is that you're this kind of almost silent, hooded. You're like the world's tallest Jawa. You're just like <laughs> a big orange cloak boy and you're running around in a desert and you're trying to find or you're trying to make your your journey towards this dazzling light in the distance and it's very beautiful it's an incredible looking game 
the atmosphere is amazing with the beautiful soundtrack and, and all of the atmosphere. But the crux of the game is that it seamlessly matches you with other people that are on the same journey as you. It's great. You're, you're roaming around, you're, the, you're, you're big Jawa boy. You come along, you, you find other big Jawa boys. It's great. <laughs> and you, the, there's a, the, the crux of the ambiguity is that you don't know if these things are other, are other people. Spoilers slightly. They are other people. And you seamlessly match with these different strangers and you go on this beautiful journey together. And the, 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 the whole point of the game is that, that you, you have this connection with uh, a person across this, this beautiful adventure that you have together that without words, without meaning, but it means a whole lot to you. And I think that there are so many other games that you could kind of try to say like, oh yeah, you, you could never make this into a TV series because you, you you wouldn't get the story right. You could probably say that about like Metal Gear Solid or something like, oh, you'd never be able to mm. fit all the, all the great story into the thing. But <laughs> Journey doesn't really have a huge amount of lore to it. It doesn't, it's just a beautiful setting with a beautiful idea behind it, a beautiful interpersonal connection that it elicits. And I just don't think that you could ever get that from a TV series because it's all about human relationships in this kind of, unique multiplayer and i i just think that you could maybe try and make some kind of anime but it would just miss the point it would just miss the point and that's why journey is the best game that you should never make a tv program of no (laughs) (laughs) you know what james right listen you know you know when you watch a tv program right right yeah like imagine you're sat i know of it you're watching the tv and then imagine Someone sat next to you watching the TV program, and then you can. Watch, I'm imagining it. You can it's watch in my it, mind's eye. Watch it together, right? There mm-hmm. you go. Problem solved. Yeah, but, but that's not a, that's not a stranger. That's not somebody that it's you. It's not you're not reaching out across space and <laughs> time to build a beautiful connection. I just just open your door, see what happens. And what you're describing is going to the cinema, but that's <laughs> not the same, is it? Yeah, I I think it's very similar. Just get the, the whole idea of the game, going on a journey, right? That's most films, right? Go on a journey, do something, get to a thing. Go to Frankie and Benny's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I what think... is this, Tom? You get, it's, it's completely... It's, it's not the same thing at all. It's, it's sharing the whole, experience. The whole point about Journey is that it, it, it's because it's a video game. It, as, as a medium, it is uniquely positioned to... Uh, build connections with strangers where you completely stripped of most people any markers about know, their identity. Most people have no clue they're playing with someone else. Exactly, that's the best so, bit. Yeah, it's the ambiguity. Just, yeah, but if you didn't know it, it might as well not have happened. So the TV show can just be about a couple of people that meet up and go on a journey. Right, done. No, this is it's talking about <laughs> <laughs> fucking grasping at straws, right? <laughs> All right, okay. Uh let's move on to uh Tom. Yeah. Uh seeing as how you're already in quite a See, feisty mood. <laughs> the, reason, the reason I have to be so aggressive against other people's choices is because mine mm-hmm. are never very good. So I've got to really push the fact that other people are terrible. So that when I, I say think you're my okay. one, mine's really bad. When I say my one, it's like, oh, actually, that isn't that bad because. Uh, well, I think you've just picked it because you know I like it. But that uh... is why <laughs> I did it. Um, so, the game I've picked, I picked because when I played it, 
um i did something that made the story really terrible and i was like i just can't be bothered with this anymore so <laughs> that's why i think it'd be a terrible tv show because the story it told to me wasn't one i enjoyed that game is the elder scrolls 5 skyrim <laughs> can i just clarify <laughs> Here we go. can i just clarify that the the, the the conceit isn't that you are also the showrunner of the TV show. Well, I would, I could be because okay. I mean, I probably, I mean, that sounds like quite a well paid job to be a showrunner. <laughs> I do it. Yeah, D and D. If you're listening, yeah, you you, you get both the Andy's uh, pay packet. You get you you don't you don't even need a partner to ruin a, a beloved franchise. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it for like far less money than most showrunners probably as well. So. But, I mean, yes, I did pick Skyrim because I Googled the best games ever um, and got a list of, like, 42 games. So yeah. I thought, it's got to be one of these games. And I picked the one that I thought you would like the most, Skyrim. And I thought, how can I pretend that this is going to be a bad uh, TV show? Mm-hmm. I'll just say stuff like, Skyrim is boring. Uh, it'd just be a TV <laughs> program about reading books. Um right. Okay. <laughs> the combat was not very good in the game, so it'd be quite boring to watch. I and mean, like, once you've done the intro, you sit on the cart. It'd be a good intro. The first episode would be fine, right? Because you can just recreate the bit when you're on the back of the, the, the cart being pulled by the horse. Yeah. And then you sit and you go, oh, I'm going to be executed. Oh, no. So that man, he's so unlucky he's going to execute. Oh, no, there's a dragon, uh, fire, etc. happens. Um, and the intro, that would be quite a good first episode. But then where do they go after that? Well, I mean, if it's anything like the way people actually play Skyrim, every episode would just be that cart ride. But there would be a, there would be yeah. an episode of yeah. my character having turned into a vampire and me struggling to turn it back. Yeah. An entire episode dedicated to that. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah. a good choice, right, Jim? Because and then you know, not... someone just does the intro again as a cat. Yeah, I've played the intro probably about fifteen times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skyrim. I don't even like Skyrim. I don't know why I have it so many times. Yeah, I've got it on at least four platforms i think but i don't think yeah. i've ever done more than like i think generally i do the intro then i just run around until i see another dragon and you do the golden claw me. quest obviously. doesn't sound like you're very prepared for this i've done the bit where you have you have your lydia is lydia the friend or i'm not sure yeah. if she's a love interest or not i because whenever i played it i went up a, a very ill-advised mountain and she fell off and that was it <laughs> ill-advised mountain Mm. so the the thing with Skyrim (laughs) is that it would be a really good TV series because you have so much lore you don't have to just remake the story you could have you could have any number of characters within you could have what, what, what's the main dude called Sir Sir Ulfric von Lichtenstein or some shit (laughs) you don't have to follow that you yeah. can just you can have that going on in the background, and you can just be like, "Oh, it, this is a Skyrim Thieves Guild show." You could mm. be like, "Oh, this is a Skyrim Dark Brotherhood show." It would be this it'd just this, be a, it'd that. be a program just full of Easter eggs, wouldn't it? It'd be like, "Oh, I remember that's the book that you could pick up from the the gold melter from whatever town in Skyrim." It's like, "Oh, I remember that book. It's I stole it from a keymaker in." The dwarf town or whatever i mean it's just be full of stuff like that and like 
random like coins thrown over the floor and things and oh no that man can't walk because he's carrying too much stuff that's hilarious you're not making <laughs> the, the worst pitch to be the showrunner i'll be honest yeah. it sounds like yeah, you understand you're, you're the just describing material. like an amazon yeah. sort of fantasy show now yeah, yeah they mean, should if, you know they should just said, get you on if, as a consultant if people want to hire me to do that i'm up for it but i still don't think it, it for the purpose of this episode it would be a terrible tv show that they I, shouldn't make i have to say the phrase an ill-advised mountain is so good because it's 100% that is a J.R. Tolkien chapter title. Mm. <laughs> In fact, like it, um, I, I would not be surprised if someone writes it and goes, well, actually, if you've read The Silmarillion, you know? Um, but okay. So the thing is, the thing about Skyrim, though, is that, as, as, as James said, it's it's mostly kind of backstory and it's like a, a and it's a world there aren't really any memorable characters in it as such but there's just a a really nice backdrop for the player to just sort of do stuff and make their own stories and by that same token is that not the perfect kind of setup for someone to go and make a tv show out of it no <laughs> it's almost as if we changed the topic like five minutes before we came on uh, recording, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't have time to think about it. This is uh, this is entirely Tom's fault. All right, okay, um, okay, Kelsey, I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> My answer is a complete cop out, and again, it's all Tom's fault. Yeah, um, I might have just completely forgotten that it was a new podcast topic up until about half an hour ago, so yeah. I'm not prepared. But my pick is Fortnite. Because Fortnite has all the foundations there and all the lore there to be turned into a TV show by Epic if they so wanted, but it would just be so bad. It would be so bad off off the basis that, let's say, imagine they brought out all these licenses and then wanted to throw in Goku into this random TV show. Yeah. And let's say they actually stuck to the original Fortnite law where it all starts with a big bang and then this thing called the zero point is created and this zero point obviously it can be used to make different realities it can be used to cause natural disasters and then yeah. there's one bloke who realizes that he can use its power to become a mortal and create the perfect civilization so there you go you've got hitler reborn and th they could make a TV show out of that, and it would probably be interesting, but it's a trope that's done to death. And then if they actually went ahead and used these licenses that they've got to throw Goku or Doomslayer or, God forbid, Rick and Morty into the mix, <laughs> it would be a complete and utter mess. And then on top of that, you've got all these fans who... Yeah, these characters work in a game like Fortnite because yeah. it's a battle royale format. It's quite silly. Nobody takes it too seriously. But put into a TV show with a somewhat serious plot you would have the headcanons of so many fans being disrupted. Mm. And it just, not only would it just not be enjoyable, but I don't think it would do very well on Rotten Tomatoes either. <laughs> I think Epic <laughs> would get a lot of angry emails about that and yeah. about how Goku should not be here, actually. Yeah. Uh, it would be absolute, like, it would be the TV equivalent of, like, a Funko Pop collection, wouldn't it? It would be, like, something that, <laughs> some, one of those, like, crap TV shows that they used to play on, like, Disney XD or whatever. It just, mm. it just wouldn't amount to anything. Mm, it's like that bit in Ready Player One, which I have watched, despite <laughs> not, probably shouldn't have watched it. But there's that bit where they just throw, like, all the, the famous characters yeah. into, like, one bit. But that's stretched over, like... 42 episodes or something it's just a bit it wouldn't be good this is a good choice to be fair 
I think, there Jim, used, yeah, there used to be an internet thing. There used to be an internet format that I liked that was called Just Two Things. And Ready Player One is a great example of that. And this sounds like a similar thing where it is just like, like where it's like uh, Yoda, but he's Rick from Rick and Morty or something. It's like, <laughs> it's just two things. It's just two things, isn't it? Yeah, it's not, they, don't, they don't need to be combined necessarily. They, they, they don't go together in any capacity, but it's just it's just stuffing stuff together for, for stuffing it together's sake, which is very much that. It's perfectly fine within a video game such as Fortnite. Obviously, I do think some of the crossovers and collaborations are daft, and when you're queuing with friends and you've suddenly got, I don't know... Um, you've got like a Jedi <laughs> like Kratos or a Stormtrooper and, and then there's Kratos but then <laughs> yeah. there's also Mr. Meeseeks and then there's a random like anime character in there it's just this it, it's fine because you, you're going into that game to have fun not necessarily take it seriously yeah. but in a TV show you would just be like why are these two people on the same screen right now like that that just shouldn't be it there would be a really annoying subculture of people who loved it though yeah like there's there's so many people out there who just like like any kind of random pop culture reference or easter egg or what it's just like that 10 hours of jangling keys meme um and like i saw it uh, i'm gonna go off on one now right i saw <laughs> <laughs> i saw there was, a, there was a tweet format earlier today and people were like uh okay so you wake up and you're the you're in charge of nintendo what do you do and there was one guy, and I was trying to think of something funny, and I couldn't, so I left it. But there was one guy who replied to them going, um, well, uh, I would finally sort out the Funko Pop license. <laughs> because it's like, and went on this sort of paragraph about how it was like some kind of deep cultural tragedy that wasn't a Funko Pop of Shy Guy. <laughs> and it's like, that's the guy that would love the Fortnite TV show, right? It'd just be like five stars, Lara Croft's in it. Like, fuck. Anyway. Well, so I think we're, we've kind of taken the, the HBO angle with The Last of Us, that TV series has to mean like prestige drama. Yeah, and yeah, I hate yeah. to do this, but to to for, a, for something that might actually be pretty fun, I've got two words for you in relation to a Fortnite TV show. Game show. Another two words. Takeshi's Castle. You're in a Takeshi's Castle see, style right, game see. show. Everybody is all the different characters. Everybody's into that. Where, right, when I first silence. read the topic, I miss I misread it as a topic, uh, as a best game that should be turned into a TV show. And my first thought was Fall Guys and mm. turned it into a game show like Takeshi's Castle. It would just be chaos. But then the question was wrong. But you know what? Yeah, mm. that would work. Good but they, point, they probably James, wouldn't yeah. do that. Mr. Yeah. Beast does that. But they should. I mean, there's probably, like, Mr. Beast has probably already made it on YouTube <laughs> or something. Like, yeah, it probably it probably had a budget of $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have done it for $1 million. Bill Cliff has, has, has played five-dimensional chess here. Yeah. By... I've forgotten what James's choice was, though. That's how good it was. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Forgettable. You, nobody would watch it anyway. Uh, right, I'm going to play that jingle now. That means I have to pick something. I think we've unfortunately for Kelsey just established that Fortnite could be an amazing TV show, <laughs> but only if James was the, the showrunner. Um, now, the thing about Skyrim, Tom, right, mm. is that uh, as we've established, I don't agree that it would be a bad TV show because 
there's just there's not enough plot in the game to to mess up. And what if it was, imagine if it got sold to like I don't know Dave or something like that, and like Dave, <laughs> Dave is making this epic epic show it's on the budget of like well, just like a costume drama version of taskmaster <laughs> yeah, like that, that would be bad yeah but it just it just gotta i mean it'd have to be done so well to be good if it That's... was just if it was even partly a bit ropey it would just be terrible i mean you yeah. don't care about those things jim because you watch all the ropey tv shows That's not true. i don't watch any ropey but tv like, shows all in of fact them. All i've of seen them. the first four minutes of hbo's the last of us and it's frankly fucking dreadful but uh anyway unbelievable uh, it's uh it's fucking john hannah doing four minutes of exposition almost directly into camera it's (laughs) awful but anyway and i love john hannah partly that's why i'm affronted it's a waste of the man's talent frankly a generational talent um i'm going off on one again sorry (laughs) so uh, look sky yeah skyrim feels like I don't know. To me, uh, if I was a showrunner on a TV show, and I'd be a terrible one because I'm very disorganized. But I think I think the lore of Tamriel would be a gift because you've basically already got your writer's bible there. You don't have to think of anything. Um, you know, Bethesda have already spent like thirty years stealing it off the Shannara Chronicles, so um, that's fine. It's done and dusted. And um, and then you can just kind of like start with someone with amnesia and go from there. It's fine. You can do whatever you want. With The Last of Us, the problem they've got is that it's like the audience expectation is mostly that like you have to hit all these beats from the game, otherwise we're going to kick off. Um, but I think actually, uh, I, I think Bill Cliff's got this again because uh, Journey's a really good choice because. Uh, I, I think uh, it's so the, the whole point of journey is so tied to the medium that it that it, it is it is built for. It just it literally doesn't work. It's it's like um, it's like trying to sort of do a TV adaptation of a pop up book. Like <laughs> you know, it's like well, the whole point of that is that it's 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 made of cardboard and it pops up when you open the page. You can't simulate that on television. Um, I, I think you could. I think if you do like, <laughs> you know how Netflix has got the interactive shows, right? And you can choose yeah. things. Yeah. Just when that, when that, when you get to a point, and it's like, oh, it was a bad random, example. Some <laughs> random person, as always, also watching is, is is also making a choice, and you have to like agree on something to go a certain rate rate in the show, and it's like. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there was a Lemmy. Um, that I'm sure there was an audiobook of uh, a book that Lemmy wrote, and I'm only half remembering it. But in the book version, right, uh, the text was formatted to be upside down, so you had to turn the book to read something. Then you would look like a weirdo because you had the book upside down. And part <laughs> of the point is that it was like a, it was, it was, it was bring, it was making the reader part of the part of the art there because they were making the reader look like a tit right mm. but then when they did the audiobook version he had to just explain that <laughs> because <laughs> you can't do that in it does it doesn't work if you transfer it out of the medium and i think journey's got the same thing so i think journey is the the best game because it is a good game like it's uh, like very highly acclaimed uh that should never be made into a tv show I was kind of going on the puzzle angle, which is what like 
it what it pushed me in that pushed me in that direction because I was originally going to go with like Tetris or something, but then that hmm. turned me onto the game show angle. I already had that in the back pocket. I'm just, hashtag just saying because I was just <laughs> thinking about oh, oh yeah you can't you can't do a TV show of Tetris and I was like oh but you could do like a sort of games master style thing where you like face off with Tetris, couldn't you? So, but yeah, exactly. Journey just has an extra layer of something that you can't that you can't replicate in just like a on TV. Well, we'll sort that out. Then we bash that out in 25 minutes. I, I, don't know. I reckon there'll be a, I reckon there'll be a TV show of journey within the next 10 years and it's going to be brilliant. And everybody like, wow, I can't believe they replicated the feeling if, of the game. If that happens, we will wreck on. And then someone will do Skyrim and it would be awful. <laughs> I mean, someone is doing Skyrim, right? Isn't that happening on Netflix? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it know. was mooted to be at one point. I'm not sure it'll happen now, given that like nobody's got any money anymore and the economy's collapsed. Um, but yeah, uh, that was definitely a thing. That was like that was mooted to be like this is Netflix's answer to Game of Thrones, and it was like, uh, and then it turned out to be The Witcher. But anyway. No, it's completely by the by. All right, okay. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. Uh, we would like to ask once again for uh, if you like this podcast, please give us a five star review on your podcast platform of choice because um, it just it really helps. And if you could give the Eurogamer podcast three stars, that'd be great. Yeah, and if you leave <laughs> if you leave a, like, a written review, that's good because I like reading them. Yeah. Just don't write. It, don't write a written review if you're going to be rude. Makes me slightly happier that day if I refresh the Apple Store page for the podcast and there's like an actual written review. Yeah, it's like that's nice. Only if it's nice though. They're all nice though. There, no one, no one's lit, left a bad one. Also, like, don't be clever about it because the algorithm doesn't understand the difference. Be- like, there was a podcast I was on ages ago, and it had. Uh, a few five-star reviews and then it got one one-star review which brought the average down but it was like they were doing a little joke where they gave it one stars but the text was just like i'm appalled by this because it's too good and it was like uh, i understand like i appreciate it but it's it's uh it's not it's actually not great for discovery <laughs> <laughs> The internet is a barbarous place. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's uh, it's hell, and we all live here. All right, thank you very much. Was I officially declared the winner at any point? I was going to bring it up. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah. Yeah, you cool. didn't really acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you didn't know because you did. You had a little celebratory moment. It happens. It happens so often that I don't even need to. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I said, you will find out in this year if you enjoyed the show please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast it really helps us get the word out uh, we're not just a podcast of course if you'd like to hear more from the team then check out vg247.com for our fantastic news coverage features reviews and game guides thank you so much for listening goodbye <laughs>